Cotton Candy, Popcorn, and the Ringling Brothers on Acid. That's right. We watched the 1987 cult classic, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what that means. Greetings, everybody. Welcome to the next episode of Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies, the movies that are so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me, as always, is my best friend and soon-to-be-married friend and a guy whose ass I am kicking this week in fantasy football, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Uh, how's it going, Marshall? And uh, I think uh, Adam and Terry may have a 20-point game today. <laughs> so it's not over yet, pal. You're right. It's not over yet. It's you not over yet. 25 points, so you're a kicker. You're fine. Oh, we're good. <laughs> it's happening. All right, so this is our 21st episode. So we are legal people. We can drink. We can now drink, but we can't rent a car. Nope, we cannot. Uh, so, yes, today... Uh, if you follow our webpage and everything that you know, we are doing a classic that most people have heard of. And if you haven't heard of it, then you've been living in under Go a to rock hell. Zone. No. We are doing Killer Clowns from Outer Space, the 1987-88 classic. Uh, wow, this movie is like banana levels bonkers. Yeah. It's just crazy out there. It's like... It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. Know. So uh, it's not that long. It's about 88 minutes long. Um, you can find it pretty much everywhere. It's on Netflix, iTunes, Amazon, and Vudu. Um, Aaron, did you do your net Xbox video? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so you can find it on Xbox, too. Uh, it's written and uh, it was written by the Chiodo brothers and directed by Steven Chioda. Uh, the cast is... Uh, there's a few, actually, people that you would recognize from the 80s. That, there are a few character actors who have done tons of shit. Right. Um most notably being uh, John Vernon, who plays uh, Cap- Police Captain Curtis Mooney. This guy is like a super character actor, supporting actor. He's at 202 credits on IMDb uh, for his career, uh, but he passed away in 2005. Yeah, he's done a ton of stuff. I recognize him from uh, Dirty Harry. Uh, yeah, he, he was the mayor in Dirty Harry. Yeah. So. You'd rec- if you see this guy, you recognize him from everything. Uh, and then we also have another famous character actor, Royal Dano, who played uh, the farmer. He had a, 40, <laughs> a 42-year career with, again, close to like 200 credits. He died in 1974. Yeah, he's in 71. everything. Um, a couple other people notice. Um, they, uh, John Allen Nelson is in it. He plays cop Dave Hansen. And a tidbit for people who – probably the person who – other than Vernon, is probably the most noticeable out of this, and that's pushing it, is Christopher or Chris Titus. He is a stand-up comedian. He had his own show in the 2000s. He's probably the one that might kind of, I guess, went on to be the most notable out of this cast. But He's he in this the, movie? The smallest part is his first movie role ever. He's in it for like two minutes, and I don't know if he even speaks, but um, huh. he is in the movie. So, uh, yeah, we're diving right into this crazy, crazy acid trip of a movie. Uh <laughs> so 
Get into it. Maybe a candy flip of a movie. Yeah. There, yeah. yeah. <laughs> For all your ravers out there. Uh, it opens on a scene at Big Top Burgers, um, which is just your the, the small town burger joint. And you see this kid walk across the street who's drinking a can of beer. And when I say beer, it's beer brand beer. It's white label. With white can. Black print yeah, beer. That says beer on it. And I've, I've, I know this exists because I've seen the cans. <laughs> If anybody knows where to find these, please let me know. I've got to try just beer. Beer, beer brand beer? Beer. <laughs> uh, so I think this is the guy that's Curtis Tice because he's wearing the glasses who you see later in the makeout make point and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's Chris Titus. Um, now, we again, make up, we cut to make-out point. There's a bunch of cars up there and couples making out. And, uh, again, you see people making out on like, their trunks, which is really weird. Yeah, it's almost like a tailgating event for tail. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it really like is. it's 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 real weird because they're all college age kids and they're all at makeout point, which I think they actually call the top of the world, right? And it's it's where everyone goes to get down. Yeah, um, <laughs> go to the top of the, the world, world to get down. And then you hear this ice cream truck pulls up. You know, it's obnoxious and it's annoying. And there's a giant clown head on the top of this thing, and it's the Terenzi brothers. That's their name, and who. Play a big part in the movie. They're out here on and off throughout the whole movie. Um, the main couple, that which we learned, is Mike and Debbie. Debbie. They are in the back of a station wagon making out. But instead of just the back of the station wagon, they decided to get clever and put, like, make out in an, in an inflated raft. Right. Which isn't, like, you know, like, flat pool raft. You no, know, it's like the yellow raft from Indiana Jones that they jump out of the plane on. It's exactly what I was thinking. It's like they're going to go whitewater rafting after a little bit of love yeah, making. Yeah, which just makes it... I'm sorry, but that looks even more uncomfortable than just the trunk of a, of a, a, a station wagon. I don't know. I kind of liked it. I was like, well, you're kind of confined. You got the bounciness a little bit of the walls. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, it could be fun. It could know. be it fun. Looked, it looked cramped to me and uncomfortable. But anyway, so uh, anyway, here we see a UFO. Or, or, what at first, people think is a comet. But you see something go shooting star shooting across the sky. They all think it's comets. Uh, and this is where we meet Farmer Gene Green. All right. The shooting star goes by and it lands on what is he? A nineteen or an eighteen forty nine er surveyor? I he, mean, he talks like the biggest hillbilly. And they're like, "Yo, doggy, let your dirt be the gold over them hills." Why there. be green horny toads? There's gonna be a whole bunch of people coming to see that. Yeehaw, Haley's yeah. Comet. It's like you said, you said, just get some six shooters. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. That, he's really stereotypical. So. Gene Green and his dog Boo go. Uh, Pooh. Poo. Poo. I thought it was Boo. Pooh Bear, he called uh, them. Pooh Bear? Yes. I thought it was Boo Bear, but anyway, it doesn't matter. He, they go and they find this giant uh, circus big top in the middle of like this clearing. And he's like, oh, it's a circus. Where do I get my tickets yeah, at? Yeah, he's all the circuses in town. Pooh, I love the circus. I mean, I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> no, you're, that's a pretty damn good right on. Like, I'm, I'm not exaggerating. This is exactly how this guy talks. Yes. And so uh, he goes off to look for tickets, and the clown, somebody, you know, kidnaps the farmer's so, dog. So, yeah, he's, he's, looking for, he's looking for a ticket booth to go see the show. Mm-hmm. The clown comes out, like, the clown comes out of the big top and throws a ridiculously huge butterfly net over this dog. Yep. And the dog disappears. And now the farmer comes back, and, like, and he rages. He goes into, like, this, like, almost... You would think like stroke-inducing rage that his dog is gone. And he's like, I want my dog back. I, I got to sympathize. I'm an animal lover, too. I, I am, too. You know, I, I would be pissed. Some asshole my stole my dog. Yeah. 
But uh, it's just funny to watch this guy do it the way he does. It, it's entertaining. He's a good actor. He 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 really hams it up. It's yeah. a lot of fun to watch him. And so he grabs what are supposed to be like the tent lines. If it was a big top tent, you know, it'd be like the tent lines that come down to support lines. But they're actually like metal cables here because they're, they're spaceships. So he grabs them and he gets electrocuted. He gets shocked. He gets the shit shot out of him. And um, then a clown like opens up a hatch or something like that, points the laser gun, and he gets zapped by the clown's laser gun. And he just cuts. And it just cuts away to uh, the police station where we meet Captain Mooney, who is like, just a huge asshole the entire movie. He's like the <sighs> old Grinch. I mean, he's just crotchety and just an ass. He's a guy who's been a cop probably way too long, yeah. got passed over for promotions, just is kind of an asshole old cop. Yeah. And he's booking two guys that are like gothic. They're punk. They weren't punky, gothic. Punky gothic. Guys who were walking in the park sharing a bottle of wine. Yeah. So I guess if you kind of go 80s here, let's see. It's like two guys in the park sharing <laughs> wine at night. Yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards they're gay. Yeah. Um, so not much. We just get introduced to Mooney here and his assholeness and his demeanor. And not much happens. Um, we cut back to Mike and Debbie. And now they're in the woods. Looking for the crash site. Yeah, they went to go investigate and the shooting star. So they drive up and they hop out of the car. And then Mike hops up on the hood of the car like a goddamn monkey, squatting over it. And he does like a pretty racist Indian impression. I mean, it's really racist, like stereotypical, <laughs> straight up racist <laughs> Indian impression. Mm, we must travel many moons. Many moons. My yeah. people will be covering the lands. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like pretty. Pretty bad. It's like something you see, like an old John Wayne movie type Indian right, impression. Right. It's really that like, like, stereotypical race. Why doesn't he just get out some fire water? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Smoke the peace pipe while he's Right, at. right. Um, so anyway, they, they go off and they find the big circus top and they find the, they go inside. So they find, yeah, the Debbie and Mike find the, the big top and and they're, and right off the bat, Debbie's like, I don't know. This isn't right. There's something really, really wrong about yeah. this. And Mike's like, no, it's good. It's, it's a, a circus. It's a circus yeah. in the middle of the forest. Yeah. Let's uh, let's check it out. Um, yeah. So they come to a set of doors, and there's a key panel, but it's not really a key panel because it's made up of a series of three, excuse me, a series of three clown noses, big red noses. But Mike somehow just perfectly touches the noses in the right order to unlock the door. Boop, 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 boop. Like, I, how does he know they'll, they'll unlock the door? Like, this is a space. He's like, boop. He just does it perfect. No trial and error. Just unlocks this door first try. So you know that just that you just confirmed. Mike's an alien. Yeah, Mike Mike is the... He's uh, in on it. You know, he's, he's the inside He's man. the one to lay the groundwork and <laughs> says, you know what? This town is prime. He's the sleeper cell. Yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so they, this leads to a giant chamber. And the first thing I think of when I see a chamber, first thing that popped mind was Star Wars. And when I mean Star Wars, it's, it reminds me of the scene where Luke and Leah are running from Stormtroopers. They come and they have to swing across a giant gap to the other side. Yeah. That's what this room looks like only like in... Acid trip clown colors. Right, yeah. It's kind of funny because they even shoot it from the high up angle to look down to make it look bigger and more expansive. Right, and, and it's it's got nothing in it except it's there's they, no reason there. Like there's they walk in a door and just the platform just ends. So there's no room to get to there's this like giant Tesla like yeah. Like stack electric like one of those things you put a hand on like you know, the electrician would shoot. One of those things you get at Spencer's gifts. Yeah. It's got the electrical field coming off of it, kinda of like a Jacob's ladder type of effect, yeah. you know. But yeah. That's all it's a huge thing, but there's no floor in there. It's just so what's the purpose of this room in the first place? It, 
There is none. But they were even curious about it, too. Like, what is this, a missile silo, a nuclear yeah. reactor? They were yeah. all confused about it as that's well. That's true. Um, so that's when they realized that it's not a circus or a funhouse. And I'm like, well, no shit, really? <laughs> Duh. Um, so they go into the next room, and they find this giant cotton candy. It's like a warehouse. Pods. It's yeah. like a warehouse. It's like a storage. It's like the cargo hose. Yeah, and there's a couple of these cocoon like cotton candy the, cocoon things. Just candy. a couple of them, maybe about ten. And they find, they start picking away. Like, oh, it's cotton candy. But then they find that there's people inside of these pots. Yeah, they peel the cotton candy back, and there's a bloody face. It's kind of gross. Yeah, it's, it's actually all pretty right. grim. It's uh, you know, it's like the skin is melting, and it's just all raw, raw red. Yeah, bloody. yeah, I totally. And then, so now we finally see one of the clowns. One of the clowns comes in carrying a new cotton candy pod. And Mike's like, oh, my God, that's Joe Lombardo. They say that's the guy's name in the pod. Um, and then so they come back to Clown who's seen – and the Clown's, like, seen operating, like, this giant popcorn popper that has, like, six big-ass levers or levers on it. And he's just moving these things back and forth, and there's popcorn popping. And this is where he hears Mike and Debbie. And he, and he grabs this large, just large cartoonish gun that shoots popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> he starts chasing him, and then we're like, "Run away!" Run so away. he's chasing him down. They're pretty far away, and he takes a shot with the popcorn gun, yeah. and it shoots out this probably like a trash bag's size worth of popcorn. It's yeah. a huge burst, it's, yeah, it's huge. and it just follows him through the halls. It's, 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 it's heat sinking popcorn, is what it, it is. like goes through three different sh- cut scenes of them <laughs> running into different halls and around corners, and the popcorn's like following them, and it just they run out the they run out the tent, and it boof. It, yeah. like, blows them out of the tent. Yeah, totally. And uh, th- so they get away, and then two clowns meet. They, like, two other clowns meet up outside. As Because Mike, Mike and Debbie got away. They had popcorn on, they shake it off, and they run away. Um, two more clowns come up. And <laughs> one of the clowns, this is, like, brilliant. It, it's so stupid. It's I, I love it. I love but it. But one of the clowns makes a dog balloon animal. <laughs> they're, they're kind of looking for, like, where'd they go? And the one just goes, aha, and, like, pulls out a bunch of balloons, starts flapping his hands yeah. together, and all of a sudden they've got, like, a balloon dog yeah, that's going, it comes to life. <laughs> it, yeah, it comes to life. It's like their tracking dog, a balloon animal Sniffing down the dog. trail. And they and it loses this thing to follow off, follow Mike and Debbie out into the woods, and they chase after him. Uh, Mike and Debbie get back to their car, which surprisingly starts on the first try. Yeah, rare so thing in these like movies. That's the first. Yeah. I was surprised by that. Um, and they, they put in reverse. They back into the two clowns and the balloon dog. The two clowns knock down. The balloon dog's killed. And a third clown leaps on top of the hood, but it's flinged off as Mike and Debbie drive away down the road. Now, we see like a group of clowns walking slowly through the woods, and they come to a sign that says, Crescent Grows Five Miles. Now, the only reason I bring this up is because this is obviously a sign for the town. and But it looks like a goddamn yard sale sign. It's yeah. basically shut. It's like in a bush. It's barely visible. And it's just like a whiteboard that's going to be painted black on it. And it's like knee high. Yeah. yeah. Like this is not a sign for like, you know, like you see driving down a road. It's like, you know, St. Louis or Belleville. Mm. Next exit. Like big or, little thing. Or, or f- whatever. Frog town. Even yeah. whatever size town. It's, there's usually a good size it lo- Yeah. It looks sign. like a goddamn yard sale sign. Yeah. It, so that's what I remember because it's just ridiculous. That's why I didn't even think about that. Um, so Mike and Debbie, they get to the police station and they rear end a cop car because for some reason, they, I don't know why it's stupid because they obviously had enough room to slow down and put the brakes on. But no, they decided to ram right into a cop car. <laughs> Um, with cops watching too, yeah, and they yeah. don't act. And the cops are like, 
hey, you rear my car. Yeah. They're like, it's totally cool. Hey, asshole, you hit my car. And most people, I think, would you get arrested for like damage to police property? Like that's an arrest. Or at least a thing. ticket or yeah, something. something. Yeah, something. But no, they, that's fine. They, and they run to the station. And uh, during this scene, we see one of the clowns walking down the sidewalk in like downtown of this little town. And he passes like this automatic store mascot of like a gorilla who just it's like something you see like a Chuck E. Cheese or a robotic TV. gorilla a robotic just kind of just going turning. back and forth. Yeah. yeah. So he decides to imitate. M- and he stands on the other side. And he starts doing like robotic movements that act like he's a animatronic thing. So the people passing by don't know what he is. Um, which makes no sense because in like the next scene, he's in there destroying a drugstore and yeah. everybody knows who these clowns are. So why hide it? But anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> the police station, Moon, we, again, we have already met Mooney. And of course, he does not believe Mike and Debbie at all. Yeah, and Mike he, and Debbie are saying, you know, there's, and they're telling exactly how it happened. They're not being too crazy. You no, know, but at the same time, you guys are say saying the they're cotton monopoly. candy cocoons. <laughs> these guys are clowns. I don't know what they are. Popcorn guns. Yeah, like, and, and cops, of course, could be like, what the fuck? Yeah, are you Mooney's guys like on? Mooney's like fuck you. Yeah, quit jerking me around. But but, but the, what's I can understand I'm not believing. But the, what's bad about what was ridiculous in this scene is that it, he's a cop, so he's supposed to be authority figure. He calls Debbie a tramp and Mike a little fart yes. <laughs> during this conversation. Well, it's not illegal to do that. No, but you still, you still be a dick. <laughs> apparently, um, so. Now this is where Dave, the young cop, and the the guy who pretty much becomes the third three third amigo in this movie, and he's quite handsome. Uh, he shows up and he he's like, dude, I want to believe you guys. So uh, he takes Mike and Debbie to go investigate. Yeah, he takes it seriously because he's like, okay, look, you're saying people are dead. Yeah. All right, I'll go check this out, which is a pretty decent move. Yeah. So yeah, stand up guy. Uh, it cuts to this gazebo, the scene of the gazebo where one of the clowns has like this. Puppet like show, a, booth like a marionette up. kind of booth like, or not something. Even a marionette. Yeah, it's well, like a yeah, booth. like a hand puppet, like, booth. Yeah, yeah. hand puppet booth. And there's this random dude in there who's like watching this thing, watching this puppet show, and he laughs at it. But apparently, you're not supposed to laugh at the puppet show because that pisses off the clown, who then pops, stands up behind the booth. Huge the booth clown. This massive. clown's got to be like seven feet tall. Yeah, some of the clowns are huge. Some of them are small. They're really weird looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and he pulls out this cotton candy laser gun. And just zaps this guy and who turn and basically puts it's him cocooned into, into this cotton, cotton candy cocoon. Um, so KK CCC <laughs> C yeah. squared. Um, so next now it goes back to the clown in the drugstore. Uh, like I just mentioned, but he's at this point he's like destroying the place. But it's like out and, of curiosity. He's not wrecking the place like to wreck the place. He's like going through the shelves, looking at stuff, and he's just yeah. knocking stuff over. Yeah. And the counter clerk is going, excuse me, oh my, Which oh is weird no. because you see in the short, like in the shot, he's zapped and cocooned. Like all at the, least all two the people. Customers, at two least two people. people. But yeah. this, the, the, the pharmacist or the store owner, whoever it is, he leaves like, him alone. Oh, can I help you? Oh, no, like, don't do that. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> one, he's cocooning people. Two, he's wrecking your store. Three, he's a fucking giant seven foot clown with fangs and right. Yeah, well, yeah. wouldn't you stop for one second and either do one of two things: call the fucking cops or get the fuck out. Yeah, I would say just get the fuck out. But yeah, yeah but you're right. He stays there for a and long just, time. Can I help you? So we it cuts back to Dave and Debbie and uh, Mike in the cop car, and we learn some back. We learn that Debbie and Dave used to date either in high school or a few years ago, or who knows how long ago in this movie, but they used to be a couple. Dave still has feelings for her. Um, but she was out on a date with Mike, or is dating Mike now. 
Um, and some of this stuff I can't, at this point, I was kind of skipping ahead to a few things, uh, just trying to get. So there's this scene that I call the pizza scene. Now, this girl <laughs> in lingerie, and it's not, it's, it's basic 80s lingerie. She opens the door, and there's a clown with hold, four boxes of pizza. It's four, I thought it was like two, but anyway, two or four boxes of pizza. And. He just goes, pizza. Yeah, and she's like, what? And she's like, <laughs> and she's oh, holding a glass of wine, and she looks like she's in sexy, like, you know, in lingerie, kind of looking like well, sexy like up. There's uh, uh, three clowns. Yeah, three and clowns. then they just go, and she goes, ooh, pizza, huh? Like, and she, yeah, and she's what? like, and she, she's like, oh, pizza. No reaction to the fact that it's being delivered by these giant, grotesque monster Freak clowns. Freak show clowns. I mean, when do you answer the word be like, what, what what is happening? And th- which yeah. begs the question: One, did she even order pizza, or is it like because if you didn't order pizza and you have all these things showing up at your door, pizza? Like, um, why react them more? But if she did order pizza, <laughs> then how the hell do these clowns know that they ordered pizza? Like, it's what the logic here is: is it hurts your brain if you try to think too hard about this and well, try to make it, sense? But of this it. whole this this next like half hour or twenty minutes is full of these weird scenes. Yeah, it really is. Um, so the clown. So basically, the all I got is the clowns just going around like random houses with pizza boxes and just try, but anyway so the smallest clown with green hair he pops up out of the pizza boxes and zaps her with the cotton candy gun and so we yeah they say no ramsey like the next thing is is another clown knocking on this uh door this older couple like and she, telegram like yeah, delivering and she drops a candy gram like a, cho- a heart shaped yeah. box of chocolates and the woman's like, she totally thinks this is normal. I was like, yeah. oh, that clown's totally normal looking. No. And, and she goes, oh, Harry, did you do this for me? And, yeah. yeah. And they have, like I said, these things are fang teeth, giant heads. Huge. These large, are large. Most of them are massive. Yeah. Large, crazy looking ears. Terrifying. And giant mouths. And, but uh, she gets zapped, but this one's off screen, so she gets cocooned. Uh, so now we're back to Dave and Debbie and all them. And, and Dave and Mike drop Debbie off at her house. But she's like, she tells him that she wants to follow them because you know, I want to check this out. I, so I, I'll follow you guys. He's like, no, no, stay here. And the two guys drive off. Uh, it cuts back to uh, back to the drugstore, which, you know, again, there's ramps. I can play. I'm skipping that. Um, so Dave and Mike, finally, they get out to where the big top ship landed. They go back out to the woods back where the, the tent is, yeah. and it's gone. It is now gone, yes. Um, so at this point, Dave's like, okay, you're making this up. I'm arresting you. Now... <sighs> It's gone, but there's a giant mm-hmm. crater. Yes. Huge crater in the ground. Yeah. It's- and so Mike is saying, oh, I don't know where it's gone. It's gone. It's not here. I, I, and he's like, quit pulling my chain. I'm arresting you. Well, you know what? There's still a huge anomaly that just occurred right here. You think that you'd maybe listen to him a little bit more, seeing that there is a massive, massive, massive hole in the middle of the forest that just came out of nowhere. Yes, I totally agree with you on that. It's it's huge. And he, so he that bothered me. Yeah, so he basically puts mm-hmm. Mike's in handcuffs and puts him in the backseat and tries to arrest him. You're being funny, kid. Uh, this scene is oh, the next scene. It's so weird. Uh, anyway, this whole movie is weird. Yeah, but, so this is another uh, one of those weird so scenes. The little clown that popped up out of the pizza box. He's maybe about four foot. Yeah, he's the small one. He pulls up in front of a biker bar and his gang of bikers while riding a tiny but very, very colorful bicycle. Um, it's like a size for like a toddler's, tra- you know, a right. training bike basically. Mm-hmm. But it's it's. And so the course, and there's about thirty bikers hanging out. I don't know if it's that many, but well, there's, there's a, a lot. lot of them. Yeah. There's definitely it, double digits for sure. Um, and these, the, all of course, the bikers are harassing him and laughing at him. And uh, the, one, the biggest, the, the big biker, he comes up from behind and he's like, 
harassing the clown. And he's like, can I ride in clown? I was like, eh, eh. And he's like, well, can I honk the horn? And he's like, and he's like, he honks the horn, and then he's like, ah, ha, ha. And then he picks up the bike. And over his head. Over his head, and it just smashes just it. Just smashes the shit out of it. Stomps, stomps on, on it. it. <laughs> just gets, just is like, what a dick. Yeah. So the, at this point, the clown leaps into the fucking air like Superman, taking off the fly. And they're like, where'd you go? And he comes down, and he's wearing boxing, boxing gloves. gloves. And he's like, put up your nukes, put up and, your and nukes. And he does like this little yeah. dance. He's like wobbly side side and spinning in a circle. Going, and then he just punches the head of the big biker yeah. right the off the The big his biker's body. laughing at him. He's like, what are you going to do? Knock my block off. And then, boom. Head, head goes, goes flying, flying off. Into a trash can. In the trash can. And then the one black biker goes, God damn. damn. <laughs> yeah. And the bikers scramble. On their, and they ride off. And that's the whole scene. Uh, and we go back to Big Top Burger. And you get this one of the giant clowns. One of the big clowns. He's sitting on like this donkey ride out front of the store or for the restaurant. And he's like being all pedophile creepy because he's looking at this little blonde girl and he's like giving like this like He's playing peekaboo. Yeah. They're like he's she's bored sitting in the restaurant and he's, you know, you know, waving at her, playing peekaboo, and starts enticing her, like, come outside. Yeah. You know, kind of you know, motioning with his hands and fingers to come outside. So the girl's like, Oh, okay, sure, I'll go outside to the scary looking monster clown. And while he's sitting there enticing her, he pans to the what's behind his back, he's got a giant <laughs> fucking hammer. Yeah, and a, honestly, a, I was just like, like Oh it's like this comical giant red and yellow mouth. It's like the like kind you'd the use strong like, man. The strong man, yeah. yeah, strong man things. Uh, hit the you know ring the bell. When thing. I saw that, I was just like, oh please, oh please. <laughs> I won't lie, I was hoping for it too. I was like, oh, but no. The, she gets the mom catches her going out the door and brings her back before she gets yeah. hammered by the clown. <laughs> um, so Dave and Mike are uh, driving up to Makeout Point and they find all the cars abandoned and trash all over the place, but the cars now are covered inside and out with cotton candy. Yeah. So Dave's like, oh, shit, okay, maybe you were telling to. He takes the handcuffs off Mike, and he finds these glasses. He's, oh, these were Bob McReach, which was, that's the character that Chris Titus, Titus played. Yeah. Titus, guy was playing. So he's like, oh, okay, now something, okay, something's mm-hmm. up. Starting to believe you. So they go back to the police station, or they cut back to the police station, and Mooney is just getting bombarded with phone calls from all the town folks, keep yelling about the clowns are attacking, mm-hmm. all this stuff's going on. And he's, he's like, like bullshit, bullshit, you're trying to trick me. He thinks it's the entire town playing a prank on him so he's paranoid like class a paranoid yeah he's like oh i don't believe in any of this even though the entire town is saying the same thing so we cut to what it turns out is a flashback you don't really know but in my research it turns out this is actually a flashback but not meant to be it's weird so we get this car crashing where you see this guy driving his car and all of a sudden a clown comes pulling up beside him and he's he looks out the window and he sees the clown like what's the and he looks out and the clown's just like Flying, he's not in a car or anything. He's just he's just holding a pair of handles. Yeah, like and there's like headlights, car headlights, but there's nothing underneath them. So he's just flying, and he starts ramming into the car. He tries running the car off the road. The car runs off the road, flies off a bridge, and um, ex- explodes. The only reason <laughs> sort I, of, sort of, it catches it just on like fire. Sort of catches on fire. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll come back to this why this is confusing. But anyway, so that's the whole thing. But just keep in mind, this guy, the guy who's driving is Joe Lombardo, who oh. we already saw in the Cotton Candy mm-hmm. pod earlier. Um, so it goes back to Debbie, who's getting ready for a shower, and she's taking off her clothes, and popcorn falls out of her clothing, and 
uh, from the popcorn gun. And starts to move. Yeah, and the popcorn starts to move on its own. Starts to wiggle around the floor and yep. make, make its way to different spots in the dun, bathroom. Dun, dun. So we cut back to Big Top Burger. And now the cl- the clown we saw earlier opens a bag, the same clown that tried luring the girl out. He opens this big old bag up and it's filled with popcorn. He takes some out and sprinkles it into a dumpster and then walks away, which is really weird. That's it. So this burger employee comes out to dump trash in the dumpster and he hears noises coming from, from inside. He opens the lid and he's like, what's going on? And he practically is like halfway into the dumpster. He doesn't just yeah. look, he's like halfway into the thing. <laughs> And he gets grabbed by some unseen. Don't know thing. what it is. You don't see, he just grabs in a dumpster, screaming. So we know it's something it. to do with the popcorn. So we're waiting right. for the popcorn reveal. Right. So that's the whole thing. Yeah. So we're kind of intrigued because we saw the popcorn crawling around in Debbie's bathroom. We see the clown put some popcorn in the trash can and grab the dude. So we're like, uh oh, what's going to happen to Debbie? You know. Yeah. So it's kind of ooh. Yeah. yeah. It's building the suspense. Right. So now we get to the scene at a bus stop, which is. Again, crazy fucking bonkers um, what happens here. So one of the clowns is at a bu- comes up to a bus stop with a bu- really like five or six people at this bus stop. And he starts like making shadow puppets on the brick wall behind him with uh, with his hand. And he, he, and they're crazy, but it's not like the little rabbit in the dog. But there's, you know, it's the comic like so elaborate that there's no way an actual hand like, could uh, like Like George Washington sailing across the Delaware. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, like a dancing, uh, sexy yeah, Egyptian like a, woman, like a, like a and yeah, like yeah, belly like dancer type thing. And yeah. so the, the bus stop people were going, "Oh, that's great, that's great." So, um, Mike and Dave pull up to the bus stop in the cover just in time to see the clown make a shadow puppet of a, of a T Rex, and it has a red glowing eye. This T Rex shadow puppet, um, and Mike's like, "Oh shit!" And Mike tries forcing Dave to ram the clown with the cop car, um. The T Rex goes down. Yeah, he goes and down and he eats like eats, he eats the people. Eats up all these like, people. Eats up all the people. Just in one gulp, eats these people. Mike's like, "Oh shit, we gotta stop the clown." They try to ram the clown with the car, but the clown just like the other one flies up out of the way, jumps way up in the air, like, like out, Hulk out, or out, Superman out of there. is just gone. And they ram the car into the brick wall very um, slowly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think the, the budget for the stunts was for, yeah. for uh, special effects or stunts were very high. So now we go back to. The police station. Dave is trying to get Mooney to call the state police for help, and and Mooney still is like, I don't believe anyone. This is a loud prank. The whole town is just and now and now his quit. fellow police officer yeah. is saying, like, you're just trying to get me no, to quit. There's, there's you cl- want my job? There are clowns. Yeah. And Dave, he basically Mooney just tells Dave to fuck off. Basically. Yeah. He's like, fuck you, get out of here. Um. So Mike decides to use the uh, Terenzi brothers' ice cream truck. To kind of warn people about the clouds, using like the speaker system mm-hmm. and the, the bullhorn, wherever to stay don't, inside. Don't don't, yeah. don't let any clowns in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because depa- well, apparently people have been. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, we've seen like we've seen like three or four instances where yes. they have. <laughs> so maybe this is a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it cuts back to Mooney, who's light, who lights up a cigar, and at this point, he's ignoring every all the phones are lining up, every line's busy. He's just yeah, like, and he's just out. like. Go to hell! Yeah, I'm going to sit here and smoke my cigar and drink. Um, so the we, the clown from the burger place shows up. Big clown. Big guy. And he stands in front of Mooney's desk, and he holds out this obviously fake bouquet of flowers and squirts Mooney in the face with water. And Mooney's, oh, you're in trouble and, now, yeah. clown. So he Mooney tries to arrest the clown. He puts handcuffs on, but the hand, the, 
the, the clown's hands come off. They're fake hands. It's pretty funny. Yeah. So they don't work. And he, so he, fi- he ends up getting, somehow gets the clown to go into one of the jail cells, which with the two punk kids he arrested earlier. And as the clown, who really did, there's no, it just, again, just police, plain old police brutality. As soon as the clown goes into the cell, he bashes it over the head with this nightstick. Right. But it doesn't do anything. The clown just turns around. His turns his head around like an owl. The t- yeah, the clown goes, <laughs> and then like his whole head does a one eighty, and his yeah. body stays forward. Yeah. it's kind of creepy looking. It's well done. And uh, so then he hold on to like party popper, like one of those things that you blow on, like the like little yeah, like the little, yeah yeah party noisemakers, noisemakers party, but yeah. And he blows it, and it comes live and into a hand, and it grabs Mooney around the neck and yanks him, and he smashes him face first into Bong. the ball, yeah. into the uh, cell bars. Yeah, it knocks him out. Um, so now this is where Dave, he, Dave pulls up to the police station. It's all dark. And He's this is where it gets, around. it gets kind of dark at this point. Yeah. This, this is, is where, it, like, the mood's kind of fun and weird and, you know, all this whack, but that's yeah, like. Yeah, this, this is the darkest scene of the this, whole movie. This takes, this is pretty Takes a cool turn. Yeah. Like, just takes so it's, yeah. He's looking around the flashlight, and there's clown footprints ever. Like, yeah, comically lights, large clown shoe footprints. The lights are off. You yeah. know, the lights are out. But they're like, red, it just looks like a la- red, like, latex, like, cut out of a footprint. Right. And they're plastic. There's red, blue, yellow. They're all sorts so of. They're, they're all over the floor. They're on the, the ceiling. It's on the floor at first, and it's yeah. leading to the jail cell. Yeah. And then when he opens up the jail cell, there's footprints everywhere yeah, floor, on the ceiling, ceiling walls, all over the place everywhere. and it to be perfectly honest i was like that's kind of creepy it was i yeah. agree I, this actually this is one of the cooler scenes and it is definitely the mm-hmm. darkest scene yeah. of the movie uh so all the, the cells are all open and the clown is gone and in the cell dave finds two cotton candy pods one with an arm hanging out of well it. The, the, he he finds the two cotton candy pods he walks up to one and this is the first time he's actually seen the cotton candy pod. That's right, for him, yeah. So he's, he's looking at it, and he's like, okay, what the fuck? And he peels back the cotton candy, and he sees the blood, one of the punk kid's bloody faces. And he's like, ugh. And then all of a sudden, the one above him, the arm comes down. He's like, ah, it's bloody. Yeah. It's dripping. It's a pretty creepy scene. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It's the creepiest part of the movie. And so he goes back out, and he finds the clown that is sitting at a desk. And he spins around, and he's got Mooney. He's using Mooney. As a ventriloquist dummy now. His face is painted, out black dummy. And he's like, and Mooney's talking as he's like using, he's like, like something, he's not like, don't be afraid. We just want to kill you all or something yeah. like that. And they, yeah, it's, it's kind of, like he leans forward. And it's real slow. Yeah. Leans forward and goes, don't be afraid, Dave. All we want to do is kill you. And it's yeah. like, ooh, it's weird. And so, and the clown then like pulls his hand out of Mooney's back and it's covered, covered in, in blood. blood. And he whips it down, and goes, whoop, yeah, and like the, flick oh. the blood off. And then Mooney's body just falls to the floor. That's the I'm just it's like the damn. Best, it's, so it's the darkest, creepiest scene of the whole movie. Yeah. Um, so Dave pulls out his gun. He shoots the clown three times in the chest. Does nothing. So then he takes aim. He's like, all right, I'm gonna aim this up. Shoots the clown his big red clown nose. The nose explodes into glitter and confetti, <laughs> and the clown screams and starts spinning in circles faster and faster, turning like this glowing green disco, disco thing, thing. Yeah. and then it just explodes. explodes in like confetti, popcorn, and yeah, weirdness. Just, yeah. So now Dave's like, "Fuck this!" I'm get, he gets on the radio, calls the state police for help. Mm-hmm. Now it cuts back to the ice cream truck with Dave and the Terenzi brothers in it, and they're driving around, and they run into, they turn down the street. And they find this, like, at first I thought it was a prey, but it's just, like, three or four clowns 
walking next to this giant vacuum it's machine like, car. It it's, looks like something out of Willy Wonka. It, or or like a Dr. Seuss car. Right, right. Like Very, that's Seuss. a better that's a, probably a better description. Yeah, it's got this giant like vacuum thing on the front end, and they're basically going around sucking up all the, yeah, the and cotton you can, candy pods. They're like cleaning the town out. Yeah. They're in they're in houses like throwing pods out the window. Other guys are catching them. They're setting up areas for the vacuum cleaner to come by and suck them yeah. up. They're they're really doing a number on this place. Yeah, it's total annihilation. So they drive away before they can get caught or be seen. Now it comes back to Debbie, who is still taking a shower. And keep in mind, I haven't written this down, but throughout between the time I said she first gets in the shower and now. There are several scenes of cutting back to her taking the shower. It's got to be like half. This an hour. is like the longest shower ever because it's forever she's in there. I enjoy a long shower, but if there's all this craziness going on, you yeah, you'd be you think be in and out and get going. <laughs> um, so she finally gets out and she gets dressed and she opens up the hamper and out pops two clown snake like monsters. Yeah, they're they, they basically like tiny clown heads, monster clowns with fangs and teeth and everything attached like. Intestines, like really long, skinny necks or intestines. Yeah, they look more to me. Like I said, they look more like intestines with a head on them. Yeah, it's it's real creepy looking. They're weird. Yeah. So she backs away from those, and then two more pop out from her medicine cabinet, cabinet behind her and bite her into her shoulder, biting onto her shoulders. Yeah. She's fighting them. She reaches over for a can of. Uh, hairspray, hairspray and starts spraying him in the face and ah, yeah, like, ah! she so, fights him off and falls back so, into the okay. tub all right so before i go on to uh i do i just for the listeners out there uh at this point in the the messing cat ones i you can't if you look closely and i freeze framed on this you can clearly see the hole in the wall of the messing cabinet and like a wire sticking through it that then attaches to the the intestinal part of the clown monster. So you can clearly see where, where, where the puppeteer is working this clown. Wiggling it around. And not covered up very good. Oh, I have, you party pooper, Marshall. I, I did take a picture of it, and I will post it on our Facebook page when uh, <laughs> when this goes up. So uh, so anyway, yeah, Aaron, as you were saying, she sp- hairsprays him, she backs up, and... She, she falls into the bathtub. Yeah, and, and she... Uh, before she does that, she she kicks the uh, the hamper over, yeah. which I thought would be a dumb move, because, okay, now you're just letting them out, and now they're going to crawl everywhere. Um, and now one, a, one of the larger one of these things rises up out of the toilet and she, Debbie shoves a shot where she has one of these like a uh, shower head on a hose. Like, yeah. She shoves it into this monster's mouth and she turns the Cranks water, the water rips off the shower curtain, throws it over the ones on the floor, which is a hamper. pretty decent idea. Yeah. She, and then runs out of the room. Runs out. Um, she, she's in like her living room or something. And she hears a knock on the door and, she and it's, Mike, it's Mike going, Debbie, Debbie, yeah, open the door. And she opens up, and there's one that's big old clowns there, and using Mike's voice. So she runs for the window, and she's about to jump out the window, which is apparently now on this second floor, Howard. Because at first I thought she was in like her living room, which is on the first floor. It makes no sense why yeah. it's so, maybe she lives on a hill. Yeah, really stupid. <laughs> more like a fucking cliff. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, she opens the window, she looks down right before she jumps, and there's four clowns <laughs> with fire in, helmets in cheap on, plastic fireman helmets. Holding like a, a comical t- trampoline, a tiny trampoline. Yeah, waiting for her to jump, and she's like, "Fuck that!" She backs into the clown who the, that was at the door, she, he, who lifts her up off the ground and tosses her onto the couch. Two more clowns show up, and the clown that just tosses her, pulls out one of their zappy guns, and zaps Debbie, encasing her inside a giant balloon or bouncy ball. Yeah, at this time I couldn't really tell. It turned out that it's a balloon, but at first it looked like it could be a bouncy ball. So anyway, she's encased in this. So this is the first Fear. time we see the balloon gun. Yeah, everything Every, else has been cotton candy. Everything else has been cotton candy. Yes. So what? Why? Why, why are they using the balloon gun? Well, I don't know. I know. Maybe. Yeah. It's 
because it's not like they're keeping the women separate because they right they cotton candy everybody else. So who knows? It's really weird. Yeah, I think it's just like, hey, we need some way to not you know. It's like, well, we can't put Debbie cotton candy because she's dead, so we have to have some other thing. We got to keep her why, fresh. Yeah, why she who doesn't knows? die. Um, so Mike and the brothers pull up in front of Debbie's house just in time to see a clown tie the giant balloon with Debbie inside it to the clown car and drive off. So they give chase. They pass Dave in his cop car who, who pulls out and he's not. So you have a cop car chasing an ice cream truck who's chasing a clown car <laughs> zipping through the streets of this town. And it's funny because this is kind of shitty film. You can tell it's like in fast forward. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like they're driving the speed limit, but they, they loop the film a little faster to make it look like they're going fast. Yeah. Um, so they, the clowns, they pull up into like the local amusement park and the hideout. Now, the security card's like, hey, the park's closed. You've got to leave. And the now clowns you get, get out. You get the clown car again. Yeah. You, yeah. You get like five clowns coming out of this little car. So you can't. I mean, of course that's going to happen in this movie. And I mean, thank God it wouldn't. did. Yes. I'd actually kind of be upset if they didn't do right, that. Right. <laughs> right. And the, the cops looking in kind of disbelief as to what's going on the security guard. Yeah. And, and then out of nowhere, they all have pies. Well, yeah, it's like they did have them anywhere. They cut away to the security guard. Actually, they come back and they're all holding pies. And I um, love the security guard. He's just looking at him like, fuck. And he goes, he does, he's, like, <laughs> he's just, he's just looking at him like, pies? I'm going to get hit with these pies. What are you going to do with those pies, boys? <laughs> yeah, like, geez. Sure enough, whap. <laughs> he just starts getting bombarded with these pies. Yeah. But then you can tell he's just going, ah, ah, ah. So he's I don't remember him screaming. He's kind of yelling and he's trying to, he starts yelling and he's just getting hit with so many pies he yeah. just falls into a pile. Basically, the pie... The, the, when Dave... Mike, Dave, and Terenzi Brothers show up to the show up here, they... Um, they find a pile. All, find a, yeah, it's just like a melted pile of ice cream or whipped cream or something. Well, it looks like ice cream, so yeah. So basically, the pie is like melted this guy away. And they go, they go, it looks like ice cream. It's like, yeah, it's not <laughs> ice cream. And <laughs> they the show... Put like, one of the clowns put a giant cherry, cherry on, top on top of this pile. But they show, it's like, oh, it looks like ice cream. It's not ice cream. And they show a skeleton, like the cop, or the security guard's skeletal arm hanging out. I, I must have looked away. I it's that part. melted him down. <laughs> it's acid pie ice cream kinda stuff. Kind of like the stuff. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, so anyway, at this point, they're in the, cl- they're in the fun house going after the clowns. And this is like what I call the weed smokers philosophy moment. Because Mike says something along these lines. And not, not word for it, but something along the lines that the clowns are not really clowns, but alien animals that look like clowns. And maybe, and this maybe is... they're at, maybe early astronauts or earlier generations saw these aliens. And that was the inspiration for our ideas of what clowns are. I kind of liked it. It was like, but I'm like, I'm like, like only like that's like some totally like somebody smoking weed would I like, come up with. Like that is like the the weed. maybe that's why I like it. Yeah, it's like that's totally just a stoner's philosophy on that. Uh, I loved it. Um, so at this point, the music part, like you just said, the security like parks closed or shut down. I know I'm looking too much into it, especially for this movie. But if it's shut down, the wire, the lights on, and the fog machines working in this funhouse. Like the whole floor is like this fog creeping across the floors everywhere. Well, this is no longer the. No, they're still in the funhouse at this yeah. point. There's not. Eventually, they yeah they transition from the funhouse into the okay. big yeah, top. Yeah, but at yeah. this point, it's still the funhouse. Well, maybe the clowns turned it on. <laughs> so anyway, they come to a door, and the two brothers fall through a trap door into a ball pit. This. And as they come out of the ball pit, it, the, the camera pans out, and there's two girl clowns. Female clowns. Girl clowns. Sitting on the edge of the ball pit. Like, and as they notice that they're... Yeah. 
And as they had noticed her guys, like the girls caught on like the left, her tits just inflate like to comical sizes. It's it's crazy. Now it was funny because we have I, I forgot to mention this, or we forgot to preface this, is when Mike is trying to convince the brothers to go help him and find Debbie. They're like, I don't know. We got ice cream to sell. And they go, does she have any roommates? He goes, yes, she's got two roommates with big boobs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and they love ice cream. Yeah, That's and they right. love ice cream. And it's so funny because when he falls in the ball pit and the two clowns are there and their boobs start to grow, he goes, are you Debbie's roommates? That's right. Yeah, he does <laughs> say actually, that. I got a kick out of that. I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> so Mike and Dave end up, in the big top spaceship now. They've, they've transitioned yeah, over. Mike recognizes where they're at. Yeah. And they, they're into the cotton candy pod room. And the room is now full. It's, like, yeah. it's completely worse. Before, there were just a couple pods or, you know, cocoons hanging around. Now it's just full, for, for, full. Yeah, I guess for the video game nerds out there listening, this it's very similar to, like, the Mass Effect. Is it Mass Effect 2? Yeah, Mass Effect 2 where... All, like, the humans are, like, sucked up onto the uh, spaceship. And it's all these pods just everywhere like just just filled with these pods i have no idea what no, you're you talking about but I, it's an anyway it's an awesome game and we'll move on from now nerd uh, yeah. <laughs> just playing no, no no problem with that I, uh so mike's like man i think they got the whole town so yeah they, it's the point they have like everybody now um and the two of them they start looking for debbie and one of the clowns enters the room and they has like, mike david hart hiding behind it's the a pod. real fat one yeah it's one of the fat ones um and they're very bottom heavy yeah, they all like round like there's like beach ball bodies like at the bottom. It's like very pear shaped. It's like they have feet, then make I don't even know if they have knees. It's like feet and then like big old like just butt, big big butt beach ball body, and then like all torso to a giant head with yeah, arms, kind of like a bowling pin. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. There you go. It's a bowling pin with feet. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um. So the well, this clown like approaches one of the pods and like. All I can say is like he checks it for ripeness. Yeah, he's like tapping on like a melon or something, thumping it, kind of squeezing it. Yeah, and he goes to another one, feels it, thumps it, goes ooh, ooh, and he takes out like this huge crazy straw, a giant crazy straw, slams it into the uh, pot and starts sucking out what I can only assume is blood, and and walks away. You know, like digested. Who knows what it is? But it's a red liquid. Um, yeah, and he walks away. Belches. <laughs> That's right, he, he does. does. He does let off a good belt. Um, so finally, they find the balloon with Debbie inside. Dave pops it by shooting it with his gun. Uh, Dr- Debbie drops out, saying, "I couldn't breathe in there." And at this point, I'm like, "If that was really the case, first she would've been dead. She mm. was in that pot, that balloon, for a long time. She was." And she's just like, "I granted there was some amount of oxygen when she first came there, but for a amount of time she was in that thing, she probably would've been dead before that got to her from suffocation." Oh yeah, she'd been. Pretty proper fucked. So yeah. I'm just saying, that's not right. So anyway, she was. She, uh, so the three of them begin to make their escape as the clowns started chasing after. I'm skipping a few things here so, just for time. Now, but. and this is this is where I, I was just about to like call out the movie when they finally like did something right. There's balloons all over the place. Right there's there's the cotton candy things, but there's a whole row of balloons no, yeah, too. Not as many, but yeah, there's like a, like a line. Right. Of balloons. So they free Debbie. And then they're running away, and I'm like, why the fuck aren't they checking the other balloons for people? They don't care about anybody else. But in the sound. he actually, the cop does say, guys, we need to check and see. He, if does. he does. And yeah. I was just like, I was about to like write down, fuck you guys. But then I'm like, oh, damn it. You know, like, they, we don't have time. Yeah, and they, they didn't because more clowns started chasing him. Um, so, anyway, so now we get, like I said, I'm skipping a few of this chase scene because 
this first time. But Dave does, again, he takes out a shotgun and shoots one of the shotgun and right in the nose. And it explodes into confetti and glitter. Um, and they come to the end of a hallway with a door. And you get like this Alice in Wonderland door gag. Open a door, another door inside. Open a door, and each door is progressively <laughs> it's so smaller. so lame because Mike's opening the doors. Dave's shooting him off, but Mike's going, uh, another door, door. Oh, uh, another door, door. Uh, another door. It's like, okay, okay. We got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty okay. bad. Uh, so they finally crawl through a small door, close behind him, and use the shotgun to kind of block, you know, lock. Um, keep so now they're stuck in this giant, giant it's room. With like a platform on it, yeah, and, yeah. it's a really colorful platform. Um, so maybe they just were supposed to represent like the the three ring, like the big ring of a three ring. Hey, I never thought about that, but yeah, it's kind of like I guess the the center of the big top, yeah, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so now, but they're surrounded by clowns because clowns start coming out from behind these. And they've like, got things. bats and <laughs> hockey <laughs> sticks and golf clubs, and but they're all like, but. They're all Colorf- clownized, colorful. All colorful and bubbly, and yeah, look really cute. Yeah. Um. So all of a sudden, out of the ice cream truck comes crashing through the wall, and the brothers use their speaker system to tell the clowns that they are the great and powerful JoJo. The clown, leave them, and them alone. And it's funny because they pan over to the brothers, and their shirts are all ripped up, <laughs> and they're covered in giant kiss marks. Yeah, like, like so they, they they were making out with the girl clown. They must have got lucky with the Debbie's. Roommates. <laughs> the roommate, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like I said, the clown, the, the truck does have a giant clown head on top yeah. where the speaker comes from. So the clowns are distracted. They're looking at this thing like, what? And for, forgive my phone ringing in the background if you can hear that. Yeah. But uh, so, yeah, they actually buy it for a second. Like, okay. So Mike, Debbie, and Dave, they start heading to the car. And they're about to get into it as, um, but then all of a sudden from the ceiling, this giant i mean it like we've said big up but this thing is like giant clown descent clownzilla that's what it's called it clownzilla. is clown, clownzilla yeah. comes down from the ceiling the other clowns scatter like oh let's get the fuck out of here they go back to where they're hiding and clownzilla at first looks like a marionette because it's got all these strings on it mm-hmm. but he rips the strings off and he attacks the truck mike dave and debbie run get away from the truck in time he the picks brothers up the, the truck, brothers are still in the truck still in the truck picks up the truck and just starts palming it, like just bam, bam, smashing hammer, it, like hammer fisting it, yeah. and then just picks it up and then throws it into the wall, and it just blows boom, up, it explodes. explodes, and we're to assume that the brothers are still inside. At this point, Dave's like, "Mike, Debbie, you guys got to run for it. I'll distract it." Yeah. So there, there's the hole in the wall that the truck drove through, yes. and says, "Run for it, get out of here. I'm going to distract you know this clown." Debbie and Mike take off. Yeah, they take off running. And uh, at this point, you see the cables, the, what are supposed to be the tent cables, or the, the electrical grounding cable uh, uh, holding the ship down. They get ripped out of the ground. They get sucked up into the black ops. So we're like, okay, the ship's about ready to take off. It's mm-hmm. about ready to leave. So Mike and Debbie, and it's, oh, it's, it starts spinning. It's, yeah. like, it starts rotating. It starts to rotate like a, starts, like a top. Yeah, exactly yeah. like a top. And they run out, and they, the state police finally show up. They're in the parking lot. A bunch of police start coming out. The police are like, what the hell? They see this big top starting to take off. Yeah. And it cuts it cuts back to Dave, who now has been scooped up by Clownzilla, kind of like King Kong picking up Fay Ray. And he, ma- but he manages to get his hand free, and he grabs the badge off his uniform and the, takes the, the pin, pointy end the of the pin of it, and he just smack pops Clownzilla's nose with it, and of course the nose explodes and more confetti and glitter, and uh, this this causes uh, 
clouds though to start spinning and speed like that kind of spins and spins and spins into this green disco light bulb and then it just explodes the entire big top yeah the whole ship blows up and you see it from the point of view of mike and debbie they see it blow up and they're like ah and they're like oh no oh poor brothers and, yeah. and then, dave so, and yeah yeah the whole thing explodes clowns explodes the, the big top spaceship explodes and yeah, Dave and Debbie or Mike and Debbie are out in the parking lot with the cops. They're like, oh no! And then, bam! The clown car lands right next to Mike and Debbie. And of course, Dave gets out of the clown car. He's like, oh, you're alive! You're alive! But then the Tenzi brothers, Terenzi brothers, they pop up from behind it as well with ice cream They're in hand. In, like, like popsicles in mm -hmm. hand. They're covered in ice cream and sprinkles and all sorts of stuff. And the other. Popsicles in hand. And they're like, how did you survive? What happened? I saw the truck blow up. Yeah, and they're like, and they go, well, we hid in the freezer. We got in the freezer. Cream. And I wrote my, I'm like, I'm not sure that would really work. Yeah. If you're and, but then I also wrote, at this point, who fucking cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wrote, All fucks are gone. Yep. So Dave, at this point, he he's standing there. They're all standing next to him. Dave, and he's got his hand on Debbie's arm. Dude, shoulder, I was thinking the same he thing. he kisses her on the head. As glitter and confetti rain down on him. He's now, all like, up on Mike's Mike, girl. Yeah. Mike's, <laughs> and Mike's like right next to him looking at him and does nothing. So at this point, I'm like, there's like, fuck you, Mike. I'm taking I your know. girl. Debbie's I know. Like, I think this is what, this is my theory on what happens here. Um, so Mike, Debbie's like, uh, oh, Mike, you saved my life. Fuck you, Mike. Because she doesn't really say, thank you, Mike. You helped me. She's like, fuck you. She doesn't really care. But she's all on Dave's jock now. And here's what I'm thinking. That's where I bet what happens if we saw like the the after effect of this movie, like six months down the line. I bet this would happen. Um, Debbie dumps Mike again. Uh, she, she, no, she dumps Mike. She gets back with Dave. But after the short lived, uh, because you saved my life, mm -hmm. high the, is the over. thrill is gone. The thrill is gone. It's back to fighting and arguing. They break up again, and Mike's left like, "Well, fuck you. You dump me. I'm not coming back to you." So Debbie's like. Oh no! I fucked it up with both, and she turns into like a crackhead and alcoholic, and just becomes like you know a whore on the street or something like that because she has fucked everybody over. Wow! And then and then Dave becomes like the new Mooney because he's so yes. distraught and he, he, heartbroken. He lost, he lost he, Debbie twice. He now. just doesn't care anymore, no. and he becomes, he becomes an becomes old bent out of shape. Cop, and Mike just like fuck you all. And he leaves town, and to Mike goes like, off to you know be happy in yeah. like <laughs> L.A. or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's my theory on what happens after it the movie came out of nowhere. <laughs> But so, I like it. So anyway, all right. Anyway, after the confetti and glitter rain down, the splat. They all get covered in pie falling from the sky. They're covered in pie, freeze frame, roll, roll credits. credits. Now I did notice in the credits because I watched the credits to see if anything would happen. I didn't notice near the end of the credits. There's actually someone credited for the clown dialect, which. Is bullshit because the clown they don't speak and anything they make noise it's just like synthesized like gibberish gibberish like, yeah it's it's ridiculous so I can't believe somebody actually got credit for that. like there, there's a couple words they say like when they deliver the pizza like pizza yeah but that's Mike and that's well or, no no like when they the okay, clowns but again, deliver but dialect means like the clown's language well, that means yeah, their special that's language true. so yeah. anyway it's just ridiculous that they actually got credit for that. So, all right, that's, that is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So, uh, with that fresh in mind, we're going to go into our segment of uh, favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. So, we'll go through this, you know, we, we go through and pick out our favorite kills and, you know, 
from the movie. And some of these, there weren't a whole lot to choose from this week. But uh, Aaron, let's, go ahead. what was your favorite kill from this movie? Mooney. Mooney. <laughs> that whole scene. I mean, you really didn't see him get, I mean, you saw his head get hit on the bar, but it's that scene where he's operating him like a puppet and he's holding the mump. And it's so, it's, the whole movie's so lighthearted and fun and just kind of, you know, kind of goofy and silly and you're having a good time. But then it shifts gears just enough to kind of make you think, this is kind of fucking scary. Yeah. You know, and you see a good amount of gore, uh, I mean, from just, just, taking his arm out of his back where he's operating him like a puppet and just hand covered in gore and just whoosh, makes that gross sound when he whips it down. It's, it's a great scene. It kind of change. It shifts it a little bit. They don't continue with that, th- that theme through the rest of the movie, but no. it's, it's a nice break from the, you know, slapstick. The slapstick. Uh, that's an interesting choice. Cause I agree with you. It is the darkest and more like eeriest part of the movie. Uh, but I guess I hard time picking Mooney just because really I, 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 mean, I be, because of the fact you don't really know what kills it, whether it's the bars or you don't really see it. But it's an awesome, it is great. Mm. Um, basically for me, I was either torn between the bus stop shadow puppet eating uh, or just the actual kill where you actually see violence. I was just the uh, guy getting his head punched off. Yeah. Because that's the only one where you actually see any kind of like real kind of yeah. violence and, yeah. and, and gore. Because everything else is like cotton candy, cotton candy, or pies, and it's slapstick. So, uh, me, I'm going. I'm going to go just to mix up. I'm going to go with the biker who gets his head punched off. That is a pretty cool scene. I mean, it's uh, it is gory. Like I said, up, Even... up until that point, it's all cotton candy, fun and joke, mm-hmm. slapstick, and then bam, head actually comes mm-hmm. off. Yeah, so. like punched off, and you see the headless body just kind of collapse. You know, I mean, yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. Yeah. So there we go. There's our favorite kills. Uh, moving into odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Uh, starting off odds and ends like we always do, we start off with our ratings from other sites and what other people thought of this movie. Uh, surprise, this, maybe it's not surprising for people because this movie has a huge cult following. Yeah, it's a cult um, classic. IMDb, it's one of the higher rated movies we've done so yeah. far. Uh, IMDb gives it a 6.1 out of 10. Uh, Ron Tomatoes, this blew my mind, Ron Tomatoes scores. 70% on the thermometer. Whoa. That is the highest score I, of anything we've done. Yeah. 70% is huge. That's a great score. It blows my mind. Just for, for anything. Be, yes, just because, in fact, I get it what it is. It's campy, it's slapstick, it's fun. It is intentionally B-movie, but still, to get 70%, that's like, there's a lot of huge blockbuster movies that don't get anywhere near that. Right. Um, but it had a 59% audience score, which is still really high for what we do. And then Amazon had four out of four and a half stars out of five. Um, just uh, do a couple plot keywords next. Uh, I don't always do these, but these were some that were just kind of weird. Because I, I wrote these down thinking, if I just read these plot words alone, what kind of movie would this actually describe? Not if we didn't watch this <laughs> already, I just read these words to you. Sure. Just take in my what the hell would you think was going on in this okay. movie. Okay, okay. All right, the first one is lame. It's just title spoken by character. That's no... All right. Balloon animal. Shot in the nose. <laughs> blood drinking. Clown car, pie in the face, ice cream truck, vampire, and child murder. Those, if you just put those, like, like hear those, like this movie has these things in, you're like, what the fuck is this movie? Child murderer. I think it's because they try to kill the blonde yeah, girl, but she doesn't yeah. do it, but it's like an attempt. 
But all, if you think about all the, they pretty much killed the entire town, so they had to kill the kids too. And there were varying. That's one thing I kind of liked about the pods. The, were, various the pods sizes. were various sizes, so there were little pods, big pods. So yeah. Yeah. So I just had to read those because those were I child were murderer. Yeah, child van- murder. Blood drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, all right. Balloon animals. <laughs> That's the craziest list of plot That's a good one. Movie. That's a good one. All right. So here's some uh, background information and trivia I found out about this movie. Now, here's where I'm talking about. Um, uh, okay. The clown, the, not the clown car, the uh, car seat where it goes over the bridge. We we're talking about you know, kind of catches on fire, but they actually said here, it explains why. Um, initially, this it was meant to be more spectacular. The car was to fly over the cliff and crash down to the ground. Unfortunately, the sling rope snapped because the effects crew members neglected to remove the stoppers from underneath the car's <laughs> wheels. <laughs> the result was seeing the final film. The car slowly tumbles over the edge and becomes caught on a tree and it breaks into fire. So that's why it looks so shitty. <laughs> and just kind of sort of catches on yeah, fire. And they didn't have the money to redo it. So it was a one take thing. <laughs> um, that's good. Uh, the budget was primarily on production costs. The clowns and visual effects were created most entirely by the filmmakers at very little cost. Well, they did a great job because those clowns looked real creepy. They had the weird... I mean, they did a great job. Yeah, it was pretty good for the budget they had at the time. Um, the King Clown, or you know, effectively called Clownzilla, was actually played by one of the Chioda brothers. Uh, Charles Chioda was actually the one in the suit doing the, uh, you know, the acting for it. Uh, this one I thought was... I wrote it down, but I don't know why, but it's... Looking stupid. Anyway, horror horror core is how it is pronounced. Rap group, the Insane Clown Posse, often sample quotes from this film and their music, most notably on their The Wrath Shangri La album. Which, sorry, any any listeners who listen, but I ICP can blow me. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the Juggalos, I think, may think this is a uh, quite a movie. Yeah, know? they probably like, love it. Uh, man, this is uh, this is kind of their gospel. Um, so the, the early version of the restaurant scene was shot, showing the Chiota brothers sitting at a table in the background extras. Um, originally, the movie originally ended with the Terenzi brothers as the survivors of the exploding spaceship, while Dave perished after killing the giant clown. But since the executive needed a, an upbeat ending, <laughs> the Chiota brothers filmed a second ending. That in, was in all versions where Dave and the brothers survived the exploding spaceship by hiding in the car, which is what we saw. Yeah, I, I don't care. You know, it could have gone either way. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, I'm just, but the yeah. executive decision, we want an upbeat ending. Uh, it's not so upbeat. I mean, we got. I mean, they don't take the guy. Basically, the entire town yeah. is wiped off the face of the earth. Dogs it, getting killed, child murderers, you know? I mean, everybody yeah. in this town, except like three people, are dead. Let's, let's, let's get this a nice upbeat ending. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is where I'm talking about. Okay, this is where I'm talking about the flashback with Joe Lombardo. Okay, the scene is, was intended as the opening prologue to the film. And the driver was the character Joe Lombardo. But this prologue was also seen where it was shot where Joe and his date are kissing on a deserted dark road. And after he, the date rejects him, he angrily drives off alone only to meet the demise at the clown. However, it was decided to have an opening credit sequence to be shown first. The kiss and rejection scene ended up on the cutting room floor, and the car crash scene was placed at a later point in the film with the driver not being Joe Lombardo, but ended up being the name of the dead person that Mike and Debbie discover wrapped up in cotton candy in the final version. They keep saying Joe Lombardo, Joe Lombardo, like we yeah. know who this guy is. Yeah, but and they never mention him in they, the film. Yeah, you never see him or mention him. Yeah. Like before he gets in cotton candy, so yeah. it's really weird. Now, here's the good news for everybody who loves this movie and all the followers. 
This is official. There is a sequel in the works set for a 2016 release called The Return of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space in 3D. No way. It is being written and directed by the Chioda Brothers, and Grant Kramer, who played Mike, is set to return as Mike Tobacco. No way. Which, let's way. just talk about his name. His name is Mike Tobacco. Only in the 80s would you get a character whose last name is Tobacco. <laughs> Mike Tobacco. Yeah, that's his name. So you get a sequel, folks. Friends with Robert California. And it's and only a few months Jake away. Jake Miami. You yeah, know? a few months away we get the sequel to this after 20-something years. Right. I, I, that's, hey, I'll watch it. Yeah. I'll go check it you out. You might have to ch- check this out. Especially as, since the guy is reprising his role as Mike. Yeah, same. Yeah. So maybe, that. maybe, Marshall... Your theory actually came true. Oh, maybe it does in a sequel. Yes. Oh. Nice. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Um, all right. So now would be the time that we would normally do the budget game. Mm. But Aaron fucked it up this week. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. I was curious about the guy who played Mooney. I typed IMDB to check Killer Clowns to find out who he was because I know I've seen him in other stuff. And just glancing at the page, I saw one of the first things it says under trivia. It says two million. Ah, no. Well, okay. No. Well, I wasn't gonna let the, the listeners play at home, but we take let you play at home. We'll take a short break. But nope, Aaron blew it again. So, anyway. man, <laughs> guys, anyway. I keep screwing everyone over. It was two million dollars. Yep. It was two million dollars. All right, but what you might not know, which is again blows my mind, is the op- the the money it made, the you know, how much it grossed. Now, opening weekend on eight hundred ninety three screens. It made $2,657,329. So it made money on its opening weekend. It grossed in the United States as of July 1988. It grossed $15,625,095. That's huge profit for this this crazy banana bonkers movie. (laughs) Gross worldwide, October 88, $43,600,000. And then think about all the DVDs that were sold oh, and, the, and cult, even, the cult following. The, the that action it, figures, T-shirts, and everything else that have spawned right, off from this right. collector. So this was a nice... This thing just keeps on trucking. Yeah. And now there's a sequel being made. Yep. Sequel is in the works. So that brings us to one of our final segments, uh, Five Star Reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five Star Reviews. Now, I did, there were, again, being a callback, there were 38 pages of five-star reviews on Amazon. Dear God. That is huge. I only wrote down, I think, five of them. Uh, and I tried to get some of the better ones, but I might have missed some of the really cheesy ones because there were 38 pages. But anyway, from Teresa G. Archer, also known as Red Rum, a.k.a. Murder. Nice screen name, Teresa. Mm, that's... Anyway. Duh. All right, I'm going to just start for fluidity's sake. When I say your... Keep in mind, it's written as you are in this movie. And watching is not watching. It's watching. Watching. So it's all fucked up. So anyway, this movie is awesome, especially if you're intoxicated. This movie is such a trip. <laughs> I remember watching this movie when I was watching this when I was little. Great comedy horror. Watch this with your homies and they'll love it. Buy this movie. Five stars. Watch it with your homies. I just think she should. I wish Especially she would, when you're intoxicated. I wish she would have ended by this movie, bitches. If she would have ended with bitches, I would, that would have been just... Awesome. And this in parentheses, <laughs> drop microphone. Drop microphone. <laughs> so, all right, next one. KFOS equals God. And just so Aaron can please, I wrote just exactly how it is. All caps, 
I all one sentence almost. All right, so don't don't yell it. I'm not going to yell because I'm just saying it is, this entire thing is in all caps. No sentence structure at all. So this might be kind of clumsy. Yeah. Okay. This movie is the absolute greatest movie of all time. Screw everyone else who wrote bad reviews for it. I tried to find the English version to buy it, but I could only rent it. When I asked the video store to let me buy it, they would not sell it. I told them I lost it, but they said it would cost me $99.99. So I just gave it back and ordered the Spanish version. P.S. The Spanish is exactly the same as the English, but it has little Spanish words at the bottom. So buy it. <laughs> P.P.S. I am part of the Killer Clowns from Outer Space cult. That's five-star reviews. That's so weird. Why, why, why didn't he just not go back to the video store if he has that hunch of a heart yes. on for it? And how, I'm sorry, but how is the Spanish version the same except the fact it's in Spanish? Right. But he's got a little Spanish word. Like, What? so weird it's so yeah. $99.99 yeah <laughs> yeah good so, god alright next one is when from, was that written does it have a date I, I did not have a date on that oh. one there probably was one but I didn't write it down oh. but it had to be but keep in mind this is, if it was $99 that means it was before internet days so I don't know why anyway it's ridiculous yeah that's why I'm really curious about so uh, Savantas Muse writes this movie should be mandatory viewing in every history class. It might already be too late. Five stars. What? <laughs> That's weird. I love these things. All right. This is from uh, just a random. There was no name. I saw this when I was like six. So I don't remember it that much since I'm 13 now. <laughs> All I remember is the end where the guy pops the clown with his badge or something. And then the pies hit them and it goes off. Five stars. Five stars. I really don't remember it. I saw it when I was six. I am uh, just became a teenager, but I remember a clown getting his nose popped in pies, so I think it's yeah, five, five, five stars. stars. Five stars. Yeah. All right. Last one from Antonio James Balator. This movie scared the hell out of me in high school one night when I came home drunk. <laughs> okay. I urinated on the couch and barfed on the cat. Those clowns are such rascals. Four, no, five exclamation marks. Five stars. Pissed himself and threw up on the cat. You sure it wasn't because you were just wasted, buddy? Yeah. That's weird. I, hey, right on. Okay. Uh, so that's our five-star review. Um, close out our recommendations. Um, Aaron, let me So bad it's good. So bad, scary, and your final comments. So bad, it's good. Oh, man. Now, I remember watching this when I was a kid, honestly. When I was about 9 or 10 years old, I remember seeing it on Cinemax, and just, I loved it. It's got original music, you know, they kind of have this, like, weird, like, rock and roll killer clown song. The The movie's entertaining. You can, you, you don't have to, it's easy to follow. It's fun. Five, I get it. I, five stars. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. <laughs> five stars from Aaron. Yeah. Uh, I too, so bad. It's good. Uh, I, it's cheesy as hell. It's light. It's, it's just, like I said, just sit back, enjoy, have your popcorn, your cotton candy, and just <laughs> enjoy a night of pure, bizarre, banana bonkers cheesiness. Yeah. And have a good time with it. And it's good when you're drunk, apparently. apparently. Or it's good when you're intoxicated. So <laughs> choose your homies. Choose your, <laughs> choose your substance, get your homies, and enjoy Killer enjoy Clowns. Enjoy a night of greatness. So, all right. Uh, that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, remember, follow us on our Facebook page, our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. We're on Twitter at so bad it's scary. We're on Podbean, and you can find us on iTunes. 
subscribe, like, five star us. It's all free, people. We do this for you. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be it. We'll be back in a week. So unless, Aaron, you have any other final words? I just want to say a big shout out to Tucson, Arizona. I was there on business this past week, uh, and I met a lot of cool people, a lot of nice people, showed me around. You know, I was there over my birthday on business, and people bought me drinks. So thank you so much, Tucson, for being cool. There you go. Tucson, you're rocking. I agree. I like Tucson as well up in there. All right. That is going to do us, do it for us for this week. We'll be back with another horrible horror movie for you next time. Take care, everybody. We'll see you down the road. Hugs and kisses. Mwah.